Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Weekend sports with a difference. Yeah, I really shouldn't be drinking. Oh, really? You learned that in med school that you obviously didn't get into? A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. At least I have my own bed. Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. And Rashad Taylor. He's a very gifted singer. I'm really, really good. How good? I've been called the songbird of my generation. Stop. By people who've heard me. That good. On 1080, The Fan. Happy Sunday morning, everybody. Welcome into Sports Sunday. It is Mike and Rashad with you until 11 o'clock. Joe is out today. It is the weekend of his son's birthday this weekend. Well, that's good. I mean, that's a sweet reason to miss the show. Well, he was out Wednesday, which was actually... Medium Joe's birthday, as we like to call him. And uh, he said, yeah, I think we're going to be going somewhere this weekend, too, for, for his birthday. I was like, okay, go for it, man. Joe's such a good dad. Like, I know we, you know, he's, I want, I think the youngest person here at the fan. Uh, Yeah, I'd say yeah, so. Yeah. I think he is, what, 30 now? Yeah. So, you know, Joe is always, always super involved in his son's life. And being, take it from me, being a single dad is not, being a single parent. You know, I think a lot of times mom gets all the adulation. She gets all the praise and everything, and, and rightfully so. You know, moms are are amazing. You know, there's something to be said for pushing a baby out of you or getting it out of your body, you know. But sometimes dad just kind of get lost in the in the shuffle. But Joe is an example of what, what a good dad is. Like he, most of us, most of us aren't, you know, They'll do something with their kid on on their actual birthday, but then the weekend it's like oh, it's kind of my time. Unless I'm having a birthday party, mm. but Joe makes sure that he is super super involved in little Joey's life and everything. That's that's awesome. Uh, medium Joe, please. Medium Joe, medium Joe, me. medium Joe. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm I'm always really impressed with that guy and, and the way he moves. Even when we were after he'd leave here after we uh, finished the show, he'd go right to work. Yep. You know, most Sundays for what the longest time you yeah, know, for the last until, year or two. He's yeah, been up doing until that, up yeah. until maybe a few weeks ago. So. Man, shout out to Joe. Shout out to Medium Joe. Man, y'all have a good day. Happy birthday, Joey. 
And I'd say it's a little bit of like a stereotype, I guess, but I think the same goes for you with your son is sometimes when you know that someone is a single parent and you meet the kid and they like blow you out of the water, like, holy cow, like, yeah. this is an awesome kid. Yeah. And yeah. you've got, you know, you're, you're a single parent and you've got a split home and you don't always expect that. No. And no. when you see, when it happens, it like kind of, it just hits you a little bit harder. And I feel that way about your son too. The one time I met him, although I haven't met your son that often, but no, yeah. My little dude, see, my little dude is actually with his mom mm. on the weekend. Gotcha. So. Uh, we very, very seldom get a chance, which kind of sucks. Like, you know, for me, I have my son. I'm, you know, I work full time. I'm also a full time dad during, you know, during the week, and I kind of have to be the hammer, right? I have to be Sergeant Slaughter through the week. Mm-hmm. You know, everything I have to do the yelling, do the disciplining, do you know a lot of that stuff, and then you know he kind of gets to have fun, you know, a lot of times in the weekend. So a lot of times it can feel like uh, I'm doing the uh, the 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 thankless, you know, job. I don't get a chance to hang out with them. Right. You're doing like the super parenting and only because like, I'm, you know, I'm working, he's in school. And so when we do get a chance to hang out, it's not as, you know, we don't get a chance to have as much, as much fun. So I'm looking forward to this week being spring break for a lot of the students. And so, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to kind of getting out and doing some Joe type stuff with my kid today or this week. What are you going to do? I don't know. So, um, it's supposed to be probably, it's supposed to be like 70 degrees tomorrow. Yeah, so I I probably want to get to one of the beaches. Uh I think Seaside is probably one, the one that's most suitable for kids, you know, with the arcade and you know, ride a bike, get some elephant ears and stuff like that, but I don't really know. Like I used to I used to be forced to go to Lincoln City all the time as a kid, which is cool, you know, when you're an adult, but when you're a kid, there's nothing to do in Lincoln City. I've only like, been there once. So yeah, there's, I, I mean, as an adult, there's not much, you know, to, to really, really do. So thinking I'm going to go ahead and try my chances and take them to the uh, to the beach sometime this week. I had, to, I had the best times as a Is kid. Is it spring break, break for him? Yes. Yeah, because uh, my girlfriend's kids just started spring break as well, so I didn't yeah. know if everyone was on the same schedule. Oh, yeah, I think they're all on the same schedule right now. So I had the greatest times of my life as a kid in Seaside, Oregon. During spring break, during Se- these times, Seaside is the most reminiscent of the Jersey Shore to me. Oh yeah, they've got the boardwalk. They've got kind of the classic shop stuff going on. It's not exactly the same, but your boardwalk is much cooler, or at least was one of them. I mean, you have quite a few of them in Jersey. In Jersey? Yeah. Oh, every town is a boardwalk. Yeah. I mean, that's the shore in Jersey, but it's just it's it, it gives me the most nostalgia. I, I love Cannon Beach. I, I think Cannon Beach is the best. I, the great restaurants. It's got a really nice beach. I love seeing Haystack Rock. But in terms of nostalgia for myself, Seaside is certainly where it's at. Oh, absolutely. And like I said, growing up there, that arcade on the corner, I can't tell you how many. I was the 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 month Mortal Kombat came out. The original Mortal Kombat. It was right before spring break. And um, boy, you, talk you, about. Old in olden days. My Mortal God. Kombat arcade game came okay. out and we all flocked to the arcade. Well, to, to, to be, and mind you, some people might be a little younger and might not really understand the concept of the arcade. But you're talking about, you know, a thousand square feet of awesomeness, you know, for the most part. Like, so uh, Mortal Kombat came out. Everyone was just like literally a crowd of 20 people just around that game and stuff like that. I learned everything uh, about being a young person from uh, those those spring breaks from i want to say maybe fifth grade to about my sophomore junior year going to seaside i learned how to talk to girls going to seaside i learned how to interact with older people i learned how to be a part of the party and not you know act like i had to be the life of it or anything like that so yeah i learned a lot from seaside so hopefully my son gets his first lesson in uh 
growing up down there, kind of the way I do. Fingers that, crossed. That's pretty cool. Fingers crossed. That sounds pretty I'm cool. I'm sure it won't happen like that, but well, it's, it's never wishful thinking, you know? Well, it, it is modern day, so there's new distractions and new things that he's interested in that, right. you know, you can't force your stuff on him, but you can try to lead him towards it, maybe, oh, yeah. slightly. Just, you know, lead him to the Hey, would you like to go to this arcade? That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, that's. I'm just going to drop him off. All right, son. Here's some quarters. Take it easy. I love you. <laughs> I'm going to go over here now. Yeah. You know, so that's the plan. Go get some drinks. Yeah, that's the plan. Bye. <laughs> Looking forward to it, though, man. So, but yeah, you know. I've, how old is your son now? My son is 10. Wow. So, yeah, he's getting older. He started the show. He was three or four. He was, yeah, he was like three. Actually, you want to hear something crazy? Today marks the eighth year of our show. This week, today. I mean, next week it will have, I think it will have been over. But, um, yeah, because the 20... Eighth is, I think, when we had our very first show. Very funny that because yeah. uh, Patrick did the same thing this week. He goes, "This is the anniversary of winning front hunt for the host." Yeah, so it's around this time for both shows. It's right around this. Boy, time, we've been man. doing this for a lot longer than it feels like, doesn't it? it I mean, it it was only supposed to be a, a, a like one a one year, or two year thing, one yeah. year thing. And I really think I just you didn't want to host the show by yourself anymore because it was a lot of you talking. Oh no, and- I I had I wasn't hosting a show. Were you not doing? Like- I wasn't doing anything. Huh? When when you when you came onto the station, my first show was with you. That's awesome. That was my first ever show that I host. Like, I mean, I I did like a Saturday show with Dusty once or twice, but like as as our show with my name on it, it was the first show that I'd ever did. Was with you. See, so yeah, eight, eight was- years ago is that what it is? Eight years ago, man. And like I do not I said, have that I- saved in my iCal. I I you know I remember meeting you. After Hunt for the Host, I don't know, I think I did my, um, <laughs> I did my Why You Should Not Hate Carmelo Anthony mm-hmm. uh, kind of um, I remember that. presentation. And you, being a Syracuse guy, uh, came up and kind of talked to me, you know, afterwards. And we had talked for like maybe three or four minutes, you know, after it was over and stuff like that. But I was like, first thing I was like, damn, Mike Lynch is huge. <laughs> that was the first thing that went through my head was like, bro, this dude is way bigger than he sounds on the radio. Like, Mike Lynch, no, seriously, you hear your voice. Way bigger. Yeah, no, Mike, because you you don't sound like a, like a petite guy, but then I saw what? you and had to look up like, my God, man, look at this, look at this tower in front of me, man. That's crazy. I'm I'm 6'3, so very seldom do I meet people, unless you're an NBA player or a college athlete, you know, very seldom do I meet a lot of people that are just taller than me and kind of not just tower over me as far as height, but just body body stuff. My type width as like, well. Wow. Man, my this, girth. This dude is Impressive. I'm thick. Jeez, man. But I want to say, man, I appreciate you, Mike, man. You know, uh, you didn't you. really, you could have been like, nah, I don't really want to do that with somebody that has no real experience on the radio. I mean, honestly, I didn't have any experience at that point. I had produced for like a year. So I was, I was a novice, man. Oh, you were doing um, Travis and Wilcox. Travis and Wilcox yeah. at that point, you know? So I were, I were, what, a, what a great show that was. Sure. Yeah. It was fun sometimes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, you sounded good. Thanks. You know, sounded like you wanted <laughs> to be there, but but no, nah, man, you've you've been great and rock with me. We've become really, really, really good friends mm-hmm. over these past damn near decade, you know, of being here. And also, man, time flies when you're having fun, right? Without without being too sappy, man. Thank you to the listeners, man. Like this was between us and uh, Center of the Saint. Like this was only supposed to be a, a just a one trip around the sun. You know, it wasn't supposed to be a a weekend thing that would last and become, you know, really kind of a part of our, of our culture here at the fan. So I appreciate y'all too, man. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a big, um, 
you know, it means a lot to me. You know, I'm sure it means a lot to to Lynch as well. But man, thank you guys for rocking eight years, man. It's a long time to do anything. Yeah, considering we're on on Sunday morning and that's Sunday morning. Yeah, and we get texters every week, and we we recognize numbers and and P ones who listen and. Excited the about the show. Have, even the ones that come, that come in throwing salt and the ones that come in, you know, on some on some negative stuff. Like we can't you can't create fire without some friction. So we appreciate y'all for making sure you keep us on our toes. The text police are are man, they're 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 wee woo, wee man. Woo, wee woo. No, you said it wrong. He was <laughs> he was third all time, not not second. It was whoa, my bad. Yeah, you gotta get it right, Rashad. You're come right. On. My fault. Gotta get you it right. Know? All right, well, let's get into the show. We're with you until 11 o'clock today. We will not have hate it or love it as Joe is out, but uh, we've got some stuff to discuss. The tournament is going on. We are into the round of 32. I don't. We don't need to speak too specifically about anything crazy that happened, but I'm curious on your vibe after the first few days because I've been really struggling personally this year with getting kind of sucked into the tourney like I normally am, but I was saved by a very specific game. And I have been way more interested since then. So we'll get to that. Uh, we've got more NFL news. We've got more uh, trade talk to get to. Deshaun Watson has a new team. We don't know if he's going to play. We don't know if the NFL is going to suspend him. But he's going somewhere else. He has been traded. And uh, we had another wide receiver trade. The AFC West got even tougher. So the NFL will still be the king of the show here today uh, as <laughs> It just it just knows how to dominate a news cycle, doesn't it? Oh, the NCAA tournament's on? Ah, Deshaun Watson got traded. Don't pay attention to that. Oh, it's Selection Sunday? Ah, Tom Brady's back. Don't worry about it. It's fine. We got to talk about that as well because it happened after our show last Sunday. Man, right? You couldn't wait. And you, you couldn't have broke that news 40 Saturday minutes before? Night. Yeah. Jeez. Um, all right. Well, we'll get, to, we'll get to all of that today. Text us 503-250-1080. And you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Mike Lynch 27 Rashad's at TaylorMade503. We will begin, though, with the NCAA tournament. Quick whip around and kind of the vibes you're getting so far about how you as a viewer are enjoying it or not enjoying it. We'll get to that next. This is a Sports Sunday on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. First game of the fourth day of the tournament is underway. Illinois-Houston, four versus five. We're at the under-16 timeout, so just getting underway. Illinois is up five to four. Cool. The the tournament, at least for me, if I'm going to go selfishly for a second here, The tournament is always one of my favorite times of the year. I went to a college basketball school, that being Syracuse. Uh, Usually my team is in it, although they are not this year. And I love the tournament. I love the one and done. I love the upsets. I love the weird looking guys who don't really, they should be good at basketball who take over a game or two. I'm looking at you creepy pedo stash point guard from St. Peter's, the 15th seed who's going to the sweet 16 dude looks like he should be working at a bus stop, but uh, instead he's a point guard in college basketball. I love that stuff. I think it, I think it's what's like good about college sports. There's a lot of things about college sports that are sometimes hard to stomach, you know, Finally, the NIL deal stuff is happening, which is good. But, you know, the, the quality of the play isn't always as good. And, you know, there's the the recruiting aspect of it. And there's the way coaches treat players is pretty poor sometimes. And they pull scholarships so they don't offer. Really, you know, it's, there's a lot of dirtiness in college sports that sometimes makes it tough. And I think in college basketball with March Madness in particular, that's where kind of the joy of the college sport really shines, which is why I've always loved it. But going into this year, I was really struggling to get sucked in. And I know most people will be like, well, Mike, Syracuse wasn't in it, so of course you're not as interested. It's not that. Like, even if Syracuse. people really say that to you? I think people would think it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, oh, you're only because it's it's your team's not in it, so of course you're not interested. I mean, Syracuse lost in the first round. I'm still watching the tournament. Like, I love the tournament. Um, It was just more of the idea, I think, and maybe COVID had an effect on this, to be honest with you, but having a year with no tournament in 2020, remember that was the event that got totally canceled because COVID hit when March, whatever, March 10th, March 15th. And then just kind of, I I feel like the weird two years with sports has completely altered my excitement around certain things. And it may come back. I'm not, I'm hopeful it will come back because I love March Madness. But for whatever reason, just like it was starting and I was looking at the brackets, I barely even fill out a bracket. And I love doing the bracket challenges this year. And I just barely did it. And I don't, I don't know if you were feeling similarly, Rashad. I know that you're not as, as into March Madness as I was necessarily. But did it feel different to you this year? Or is that just more of a personal problem for me? Uh, I don't want to say it was, it was different. I think, um, I think that excitement is back. I mean, mind you, even going back to last year, uh, I don't know if there was a lot of fans in the stands, you know, when they were doing the tournament. 
you know. At, I don't think there were fans at all. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe, so, maybe there were some. Yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm even thinking about to uh, back to that, um, the big is it Jalen Suggs shot that he had in yeah. the in the tournament. You know, that was exciting, but I remember the it was it was kind of an empty crowd, wasn't it? Wasn't an empty arena at that point? You know, I can't I can't even really. It's at this point things are just kind of melding together as far as you know when fans were allowed to be there. But this is the first year where it seems like there are no, there's no real reservations about um, having fans in the building, having the the pageantry, because that's the main thing that college sports is about. It's about the pageantry. It's about all the things that go along with it. It's the the, the crowd, the, whether you're talking the Cameron Crazies or tailgating before a football game. Like it's all about like the the the, the energy. You know the feel. Of there was a sports. limited number of fans allowed. Okay, so well, see, smaller even crowd. Still, even still, like so, you had a reaction, but it wasn't like a great reaction. And so now you look around the country, and all these different you know uh, locations, and you just see everybody's excited. I got I have some 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 buddies of mine that um, went down to go see um, to go see U of O and, and just go see them play. And I think they're in the NIT, right? Uh, they just lost yesterday. They are no longer in the NIT. Yeah, so but they lost still, to Texas A&M. But still, some some so excited to just get back to some type of tournament play and everything that they went to watch Oregon in the NIT, huh? Like so, I mean, I think that's where people are right now. Well, just, they couldn't. Well, unless they were on the road, because Oregon was in Utah and Texas for their two games. Yeah, yeah. No, they they went down to go see. Wow. U of o. I know, right? That's commitment that I don't have, but somebody else definitely has it. But. You know, it's it's right now all the 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 spotlight is are on these students. You know, or all the spotlight in the world is on college basketball. The NBA wasn't on TV on on Tuesday or Thursday, excuse me. There was they, one game. They, was it? It was Magic Pistons. So the NBA wasn't so, yeah, on exactly. on Thursday. Uh, no, it wasn't on on Thursday at all. Then Friday there's usually the uh, NBA on uh, eight and ESPN that wasn't on as either. They want to make sure that they put all of the focus. On college sports. Also, and, and, ESPN has the NIT. So if yes. they had an NIT game, I think I don't know if they did those days or not, but um, they would be running on ESPN. Oh, yes. oh no, they have the women's tournament. That's what was running that day. Uh, on okay, ESPN. well, very good. And yeah. I th- honestly, and I think we might have talked about this before. I think women's basketball is just—they've kind of taken over. It's for me as far as college basketball. Women's basketball has become more exciting. It could be because. You get names that you recognize that stay for four over years. multiple years. You know yeah. what I mean? So you get a chance to see some of those some of those great UConn, Tennessee, South Carolina players for three and four years. You know, and so that's the reason I think it's it's just I don't want to say it's more competitive because I don't think that's the case. But however, women's basketball, at least to me, college basketball has almost kind of become like um, USA soccer to me. It's like I. I'll watch the guys. Yeah, it's cool, but I'm having more fun watching the ladies mm. for whatever reason. And I just it's kind of taken over. Like basketball, college basketball is a regional. It's like baseball. It's it's regional. Like if you, if it's in your area, then you care about it. We are like, not in a region that is filled with college basketball. And fans. we're just and honestly, we're just Eugene, Eugene is for for basketball it's just, you know, it's, it feels like it's too far. You know, it feels like it's hard sport for football. It's once a week, no problem getting up there like if I do what, there's seven games at Austin, six games at Austin, so make sure I make it to the one for college basketball. It's like, uh and and Matt Knight Arena is amazing. It's one of the coolest. They have these they have these pulled pork nachos that are absolutely phenomenal, you know, at Matt Knight Arena. So there's reasons to go see it. It's just that I don't think people care as much anymore. 
And I'm only saying women's basketball is a thing to me. Like, I mean, uh, for for other people, they might be like, Man, yeah, it'll it'll always fight that yeah, wall. You're, you're tripping. I, I mean, know, I, I'm not. Will feel that way. I'm not necessarily a a women's basketball fan. No, I just it's, so. it's yeah, it's one of those things. I can watch that before I watch um, men's college basketball. It's just not the same. I think the quality of the play is also tough. You know, this is supposed to be like the best of the best, and it is. But then you see a game where it's Ohio State, Loyola, Chicago, and it finished. I think the score was fifty six to forty one. Loyola Chicago shot like 28%. It was terrible. It's not fun. It wasn't fun. It's but, like watching Orlando Magic play every night. But there was... Boy, watching the Magic would still be better than that. Um, there was a game that rekindled it a little bit for me this year. And I think that's... Once you watch, if you even if you're struggling... Like for me, I was sitting there like, I do I even turn the games on? Like, I don't really care. But I was like, you know what? No, you like this normally. Put the games on, you know, or at least check at halftime. Is the game a good game? Throw the game on. That's kind of what my my rule has been the last couple of days. And I turned on at halftime the last game on Thursday, which was Murray State and San Francisco. And that game went to overtime. It was back and forth. I think in overtime, they scored on every possession. And it was an incredible game. And it was it was just like... Basketball was fun again. College basketball was fun again. And that rekindled it. And that's the nice thing about March Madness is that even though there are plenty of games that are duds, and my God, on Friday there were like seven games that were 20-point wins, duds, there are just a couple every year that kind of remind you. And that one for me, that game, that was it was on late. I think it tipped at like 7.55 our time. So it was, on, it was the last game. It was on super late. I remember watching it until about 10 and just being glued to the screen and amazed at the skill on show. Uh, there was a guy named Bouye from San Francisco who scored like 38 points and was hitting every shot and was hitting deep threes and clutch shots for San Francisco. And, and then Murray State had a bunch of guys who were playing well. They wound up winning at the end. That game revitalized me. And then yesterday I watched the end of uh, Kansas Creighton. I watched the end of uh, what was the first game of the day yesterday? Oh my god! Uh, oh, North Carolina Baylor, duh, the one that went to overtime. I watched the end of that game. I was, I was like, I was doing the same thing. I was checking, and once it got to halftime, I was like, "Is this a good game?" No, it's not. But I would keep my eye on it, and I saw North Carolina went on a run. Turn that back on. There we go. Yeah, the good options. Game. I think that's the main thing. The options that you have during these first few days of the tournament are are are, are awesome. You know, so whether you go from True TV to TNT back to TBS, you can literally do that all day. Oh, this game sucks. Let me turn there. Oh, it's coming back. They're coming back. Let me turn back. Like, I have so. the old school favorite list set up mm-hmm. here at the station. I set it up a year ago for the last March Madness. And anytime I come back in here and hit favorite, it's those four channels. It's yeah. True TV, TNT, TBS, and CBS. And CBS. Absolutely. And it's just easy. You just hit the favorite button on your remote. It goes through all four just of them. Go back and forth and back and forth. So I have, Wham, the, little, bam. I have the little like... Um, thing on my tv to where it's like all the games are like in one on one space and you just kind of all scroll through oh man this game looks like it's good turn to that one you know so so i mean yes the 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 options that you get but then the options start to dwindle and then you got to wait you know uh wait until thursday for next week for some games stuff like that and this is when it gets this is when you get more competitive games because now at this point Yes. Seemingly, hopefully, you have better teams that are in the tournament. That That's the kind of the trade-off is yeah. that you don't have the fun bounce around where you can avoid bad games. 
you have to watch them. They're on. They're on, there's only like a little overlap in some of them. Yeah, to me, the tournament is on. It's really fun at, from 64 to 32, and once you get to 16, it's like all right, well, cool. You know, just maybe a little bit of the intrigue has kind of come down because now you know that those a lot of those upsets probably aren't aren't going to happen. Not a lot of 15. Uh, 15 seed St. Peter's. Let's seven, go. Yeah, so 15, Jersey City, seven. baby. So, oh yeah, there you go. Is that your new squad? I mean, sure. Yeah, that's your squad. Don't, yeah, that's okay. I've, Listen, I've been pulling for them. If yeah. Portland, if U of P is, gets in the tournament, guess what I'm doing? Let's go, Pilots. Let's do this, Pilots. <laughs> you know, I've Portland been, State almost made the tournament Portland this year. State almost made it. And guess what? I would have been like, let's go, Vikes. That's what I'm talking about. Like, that that would have been my uh, my mindset moving forward. So, again, regional. So, because I'm in that region, I'd have, I'd have really enjoyed that. So, yeah. But, I, I mean. I, I'm kind of on the flip side of you, though. I think, obviously, I love the, the mayhem of the first few days, but. Once you get to the better matchups, and I guess that's the thing, is that once you get to the Sweet 16, I don't know who St. Peter's is playing, but um, they're going to be playing a team way better than them. I mean, yes, they also beat Kentucky, who was way better than them. But a team that has not collapsed, that has been playing well, they run into a buzzsaw. And unless they have a little George Mason magic in them, it might end. We're also going to get some really good matchups as well, which is exciting. Yeah, and, and you know, it should be noted that some of these – lower seated teams they didn't have terrible years you know what i mean like no. i just at some of these you're looking at a a 12 seed that might be you know um there's a 12 seed that's 27 and 7 but there's a 4 seed that's 27 and 8 and that was the arkansas new mexico game which actually ended up being a a pretty close game you know i think it was like a 5 point game 7 point game or something like that but that's so just because your record says one thing doesn't mean you're a bad team and especially now, like when we're seeing guys that are um, not going to big schools and now they're starting to man, choose HBCUs and other things over the next little bit, I, I would I would kind of almost guarantee you see some of these smaller mid-major type schools that make some runs in this tournament because they do get they get some great basketball players that end up going to places uh, like like Murray State, St. Peter's, obviously, New Mexico State. Had some guys, you know. Um, Their coach just left for a big job too. Yeah, so I mean, you, you're going to get kids that 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 go to these schools, and especially ones that didn't have grades for Duke, didn't have grades for North Carolina, didn't have test scores to get into uh, UCLA or some of these other kind of traditional blue bloods. And so a lot of those schools, those smaller schools, the Murray State, say, yeah, "I'll take you. Yeah, you want to come here and play with us? Yeah, I got you for 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 a year, for two years, until you get ready to go to the league." So also, you'll get really good, uh, really good foreign players as well. I think it was Colgate. What? Oh, God, I sorry for forgetting the school. There was a guy who was from one of the Eastern Bloc countries. His name was like Lukovic or something like that, and if he was name the most ends with itch. Then you're cold. Yeah, he had the most like old school post up game that I'd seen in years. He also could shoot a little bit, but. And he was doing like classic, like back and down moves, and then little like half step spins to the left, like like Lamarcus Aldridge used to do when he mm-hmm. would decide to take jumpers or go to the go to the paint. He had so much of that; it was uh, it was fun to watch. And there is a place might not see it, but there's a place in the NBA for those guys for sure. Yeah, it's hard to find. Yeah, they're coming; it's coming back. Cause they're, they're there. Yeah, you're starting to find out with guys like Giannis and Embiid that shooting a three is is important today, but not necessary. All right, well, let's uh, let's switch gears to the NFL. Brady's back already. Watson got traded. Devontae Adams got traded. All hell is breaking loose in the NFL. There's so much to get to. 
We'll uh, we'll begin there and just kind of journey through the stories of the week in the league. Next, this is Sports Sunday. First, a Sports Center update. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Welcome back into Sports Sunday, 939 here on your Sunday morning. Mike and Rashad with you. Joe is out until uh, next week. Just chatting some NCAA tournament. You can find the podcast of the show if you want to go back and listen to anything that you miss at any point on the Schwab Tires podcast on the Odyssey app and 1080thefan.com. NFL, the gift that keeps on giving. So many stories this week. So many large amounts of breaking news, uh, multiple quarterback bits of news, as well as wide receiver news. It's the NFL steals the spotlight from everything else, everything else. Like baseball season was back. Russell Wilson got traded. March Madness or Selection Sunday. We're announcing our brackets. Tom Brady announces he's returning. Oh, we're okay. March Madness again. The games are going on. Deshaun Watson traded. Devontae Adams traded. What? Like it, it forces your attention away from whatever is going on into the reality is that the NFL is king. <laughs> it's just like, but it, it's natural. Like the trade happens or the news happens. And, Julio release, or released. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That well, was, that's a much smaller level. It, but, I mean, but I think that was one of those things that, again, it got people talking about football and not so much about the tournament or NBA or anything else like that. And it just it's 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 just like a natural reaction where you, the the NFL news happens and you're like, "Ooh, squirrel." And you stop paying attention to whatever it is that you were watching or, or paying attention to and it's NFL oh, news. Well, we've got perhaps one of the more difficult to stomach situations in the NFL going on at the moment with Deshaun Watson. And one of the more curious in terms of how the NFL is going to handle this moving forward. So Deshaun Watson, we all know the allegations against him. If you are unaware, uh, he has 22 women accusing him of sexual misconduct. I don't know what the right term would be. General creepiness. 
misconduct. I yeah, think misconduct, the, probably the right word. They were massage therapists, and he would whip it out and ask if, ask for them to touch and all that kind of stuff. Right, and all twenty two women have come out. Uh, he is not going to be criminally charged by a jury. That was found out last Friday, which opened up the trade bonanza for Mr. Watson because I think teams are willing to stomach the punishment that may come for the civil suits, but they were not going to be able to stomach the criminal charges, which is a strange line to take if you're an NFL team, in my opinion. And we're sitting here with a guy that I think we all know is probably a creep. I mean, we've, yes, I'm sure you could say on the flip side that sometimes uh, stories are made up to try to damage someone of of a high stature, but uh, 22 women have come out against Deshaun Watson, so I'm going to go ahead and side on t- the side of 22 women. Um, it's very strange that a guy in that situation, legally, morally, is getting to pick the team to go to and have multiple teams vying for him, giving trade offers to the Texans, giving him presentations and meetings to prove why they should be the one that he picks. It's weird. It's a weird circus that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I understand it from the football perspective. Deshaun Watson's 26, 27. He, before this happened, was a top five quarterback in the league. He instantly makes your team better football-wise. But on the other side of it, it's it just seems kind of broken that you that you are, as a team, trying to convince this guy to join your team despite what he's done, allegedly done. It's it's a very – I'm having a hard time, like, dealing with the situation. It's I know it's the NFL, and I know that they generally don't care about this, and they give BS suspensions, and people are forgiven for misdeeds that they should not be forgiven for. I'm looking at you, Greg Hardy. Um, you know, things like that. But with how public this is, it just is so much weirder to me. The NFL is Teflon. Nothing can hurt them. We've seen um, from Greg Hardy, you mentioned, to Ray Rice, to any any player that you can think of that's you know been domestically violent or when Adrian Peterson, I think he whipped his kid with a was it a switch or with a belt? I can't remember which one. It was, it was. with a switch. Yeah, with a switch. Three year old, two three year old kid, something around those lines. I'm on those lines. Got suspended for four games, four or five games, six games, came back. Calvin Ridley bet on his team to win and suspended for the season. NFL always talks about integrity of the game. On the Calvin Ridley thing, you cannot do that. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. You can't beat your wife either. Or but, your it's not, but it's or, not equal is what you're yeah, saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's none of those things. And the suspensions, how about this? The NFL acted hastily when Deflategate happened. Tom Brady, after the Super Bowl, man, they made a decision. You're suspended for four games. Didn't take any time. They suspended the greatest player of all time for 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 the integrity for messing with the integrity of the game is how they put it. NFL cares about cares about everything but integrity. Uh, so I, I I I can't stand the integrity of the game thing. We're gonna do this because it's the right thing to do. The right thing to do is to not allow Deshaun Watson to play football. I'm one of those innocent until proven guilty type people. Mm -hmm. But when you've got 22 people cooperating the same story and 22 people that 
seemingly probably don't know each other unless there's like a massage kind of convention, which I'm sure there is, that all these people meet at and trade stories and everything like that. It would have to be a really huge, a lot of moving parts for this conspir for this thing to be a conspiracy. A lot of moving parts yeah, would have to be to would have to be in place. The more people you include in a conspiracy theory, it gets sloppier and sloppier. the harder it is to keep it going. So, like if, if there is someone out there who thinks that all of these women got together and this others, never happened, from, from you know from people that don't know each from other, from different states, and this never happened, and they want to prove that Deshaun Watson did it. The more people in it, the more likely one of them is going to break. You know why? And so I'm just—I know that's kind of a sick way to look at it, but if but that's if way. that's your mindset, change it because with 22 people and they've kept the story the entire time, like, come on. Bill Cosby taught me a lot growing up. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie to anybody out there. Like he purposely made sure that he didn't broadcast any negative um, images of black people on any of his shows, ever. He sat down with doctors to make sure that there was never an opportunity to show black people as anything other than successful, anything other than capable human beings. I appreciate that. He put the first show on television about a black college. Everybody said this would not work, and it was brilliant. It's still a part of black culture, a huge part of black culture to this day. That being said, when 50 women came out and said Bill Cosby did this, yeah, he did that mm -hmm. because there's not, I mean, again, two or three people, okay, they're coming for me. It's a conspiracy. Even if you took out half of those women for Deshaun Wombs watching, that's still a, over 10 people that are like, he did this, you know? And so we excuse football players and basketball players because of their celebrity. It, it, it goes back even to when they're in high school. And stuff like that. And they're in middle school. You get away with certain things that, and take this from somebody who works in high schools and has for the longest time. You make excuses for great players. They don't have to go to class as often. They don't have to listen to authority. They can be openly disrespectful to people. Why? Because you know, as an administrator, as a coach or whatever, me saying Mike, the great Mike Lynch played for me is going to help me as a recruiter, as a coach, all, the, all those things. So we excuse it. And so now they're in the NBA and the NFL, and there's no telling them no. There's no telling them, nah, that's not a good idea. No, what do you, what do you mean? And Deshaun Watson, let's be real, it's a good-looking dude. Good-looking dude, plays quarterback. You know what I'm saying? That's like the, the two best things you can be in America is a good-looking quarterback right now and someone who's probably never hurt. No, no. now I don't want to sit here and make it like I was there. I wasn't a fly on the wall, so I have no idea if Deshaun Watson did these things. But if you're asking me, if I were a betting man, which Lynch, I think you know I'm not. <laughs> Amen. That many people say that many things that, that that don't know you or don't know each other. Something's fishy there. So here, here's a couple other things just to add to that. Deshaun Watson tweeted after the trade, when you stand on the truth, the Lord will free you. OJ Simpson retweeted that. Trevor Bauer retweeted that. And Trevor Bauer stood up with Deshaun Watson. When you have those two yahoos, yeah, not the coolest dudes you want supporting you, you done f up, effed up. Like, come on, you delete the tweet if you're Deshaun Watson. You take that down, especially yeah, the minute is, OJ. The minute OJ tweet? likes that tweet and you see that heart pops up and it says the juice. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Oh, he retweeted it. Yeah, and that's OJ you retweeted. Know what I mean? Yeah, like any if if OJ is having anything to do with any of my tweets, I'm nervous. And the other thing about this, too, 
I think this is the worst part, and that's saying something, but I think this is the worst part. Cleveland gave him a fully guaranteed five-year, $230 million contract, the largest contract in NFL history given to Deshaun Watson. And what they did is they made his base salary this year $1 million because they think he's going to get suspended. And when you get suspended, you lose game checks. So they're going to give him the smallest possible game checks to lose this year. And then they're going to give him over the next four years $229 million. Listen, I'm hope, I hope I'm wrong. I hope we're wrong about Deshaun Watson. Because honestly, prior to this, man, I, I really liked him as a, as a guy, as a quarterback, as a leader. I thought Deshaun Watson was really kind of reminds me of Russell Wilson in a lot of ways. You know, the way he carries himself, the way, he, um, the way he's open and honest with the media and still, you know, tries his, tries his best not to be disrespectful or just come off as an a-hole and sometimes villains will hide and play in sight that's the way that's you know that's usually the, the way it goes and so i'm hoping in my heart of hearts that none of this is true that's the hope but me being the real the 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 realist i am something tells me that it did and if it did if they if it did happen and the nfl is about to overlook this shame on you nfl shame on you cleveland browns uh shame on you roger goodell you are just walking contradictions, everything that the NFL does. So it's hard. No wonder, like, media personalities rip them to shreds when things like this happen because there is a level of inconsistency. And I think as a person, whether you're talking about a job or relationship, all we want is consistency. Be the same. You know, do the same thing for me that you would, like, and the NFL just does not do that, and this is yet another example of how they've dropped the ball. Well, there's been plenty of other news as well. I'd like to get to the AFC West getting harder. And I, oh, by the way, oh my gosh. a football perspective wise, uh, Deshaun Watson going to the Browns is just another. I mean, he was already in the AFC. It's but a great move. The AFC is petrifying next year, and the Browns were ready to win. They needed a better quarterback than Baker, and well, we don't know if he's going to be playing. But uh, football wise, they do have Deshaun Watson. Whenever he does come back from whatever suspension, I imagine and, he will get. Yeah, and so, it should be noted that Cleveland's the, good. You know, Cleveland lost their the best quarterback they had. And Case Keenum is on his way <laughs> to the Bills. But they also traded for Amari Cooper. Yes, they did. All right, we'll get to – They're in win-now mode in Cleveland. They are. Uh, another team in win-now mode is every team in the AFC West. As the Raiders went, oh, my God, look at what's, look at what's happening around us. we got to do something. Go oh, and they the did homie. something. Go get the homie. They did something. We'll get to that next. This is Sports Sunday on The Fan. If your day sounds like – We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Weekends were made for sports. 
This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. So the Raiders saw the Broncos get Russell Wilson and sign some decent free agents and the Chargers trade for Khalil Mack and re-sign Mike Williams and Chiefs are still the Chiefs, of course. They went, hey, wait a minute. What are we going to do here? All of a sudden, we're in fourth place by a mile. Oh, well, let's go trade for the best receiver in football. Maybe second best if you want to give it to Cooper Cup. Devontae Adams traded to the Oakland Raiders. Or, the sorry, the Las Vegas Raiders. What? <laughs> that came completely out of left field for me. I thought for sure, because Aaron Rodgers was staying with the Packers, that Adams was staying with the Packers. I thought they were kind of a two-for-one deal. Right. That was kind of what we were told, is that if Rodgers went somewhere else, Adams was going to follow him. But the reports, I guess, came out that Rodgers signed the the huge contract knowing that Adams wasn't staying. When you asked to be the highest-paid quarterback in the league, uh, they got to cough up some cash. True. I don't think it was a cash thing, though. I think it was a Devontae Adams was sick of the Packers thing. I think he was insulted that they put him on the franchise tag two years in a row. And I think that he had said or had kind of alluded to the fact that bridges had been burned and that no matter what, if Rodgers was coming back or not, Adams wanted out and bravo to the Raiders who look just as dangerous as the other four AFC West teams. Now, although with the, the worst quarterback of the four, um, boy, that division is setting up to be something special. Like, I, obviously, it's hyperbole, and we haven't seen it play yet, but on paper, is this not the greatest division we've seen? Uh, we got to remember how good some of those NFC uh, West teams really, really were. Well, yeah, like, but there's you know, a difference then, between... No, I mean, like, at a point, you were talking about uh, having three teams in the playoffs, two of them compete in the championship games for years. Of course. In the, in the, in the NFC West. So, yes, on on I think we have seen this, but... This the one thing I will say is this is the best division of quarterbacks in football, and I don't I don't think that part is negotiable or or anything like that. Just no. because if Derek Carr is the worst one in your division, your division's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Because Derek Carr is no sl- like my cousins are. I have two cousins that are huge Raiders fans. Actually, some of the only Raiders fans that I actually know, and they were so excited to know that they were getting Devontae Adams. And mind you, name a, name a team in the NFL that wouldn't have been excited to get Devontae Adams. But the fact that he gets to go play with his college teammate, somebody that he found a lot of success with at Fresno State and Derek Carr, uh, might have had something to do with it. The fact that the Raiders I didn't now, even know that they played together. Yeah, yeah. When Derek Carr, we forget, Derek Carr coming out of college was highly touted. I, I, I want to say he was the... One of the first pick, first quarterbacks taken, might be the first quarterback taken. I can't remember uh, what it looked like in his draft. I don't think he was the first guy taken. I mean, David was his brother, but well, I'll look it up. Yeah, I have to. We have to uh, figure that part out. Um, but either way, I'm I'm looking at this Raiders team and the things that they were able to do um, last year with all of the with with all second of the round dis- pick, second round pick. Okay, excuse me. But with all of the distractions and everything that happened with John Gruden and uh, and everything that was going on with Amari Cooper, all these things, uh, Carl, remember, Carl Nassib came out as as gay during the season, you know, last year. First openly gay, really good football player, at least that we that we know of. Although the Raiders did uh, 
release him this offseason. Yeah, and, and which was, you know, which is weird because I don't know if Carl Nassib played bad enough to be released, but if you're talking about clearing up cap space, whatever, I'm sure that's the excuse that they'll use. But that, that said, with all the excuses that they could have used um, for the year, the Raiders didn't do that. And they went out and they competed. And they went out and made the playoffs. Yeah. And, they, you know, and so I say you add somebody like Devontae Adams to a quarterback who could really use a, a star receiver. You see uh, Waller is an amazing tight end for them and continues to grow as a player. But you put a Devontae Adams out there with that team, and who knows what you'd be able well, to and, do. And don't forget how good Renfro was last year. Oh, Hunter Renfro was awesome last and, year. This is the era of the white receivers, and, and I'm all for it. And one other thing to not forget is they have a new head coach. Boom. Josh McDaniels. Yeah. Which I, I actually – that kind of, like, disappeared a little bit. It was like, ah, oh, the Raiders get McDaniels, and okay, fine. But a guy with a really good offensive mind now has his – his weapons for his quarterback are Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, and a pretty good running back in Josh Jacobs, too. Like, what? The Chargers have Keenan Allen, and they re-signed Mike Williams, and the Broncos have their young receivers, and the Chiefs just signed uh, Juju Smith-Schuster mm-hmm. to go along with, uh, with Hill and Kelsey. It's... The weapons in this division, offensively, terrifying. The quarterbacks, terrifying. And the defenses, the Chiefs is probably the weakest defense. Maybe the Chargers, but they did go trade for Khalil Mack. Um, the defense has also got better. Like, I, Can every AFC West divisional matchup be a primetime game? Yes. Honestly, I think you, you literally could put you every single to. game, uh, Monday night game, Sunday night game, you know what I mean? That first, yeah, you, you really could put them on primetime every single week if they were playing within the division, and it would be good. Like, again, outside of the ASC West, I don't know if there's another division that you can say every one of these games is going to be watchable every week. It's and crazy. Even, and even still, I don't know if we can do that all, all the way with the NFC West now at this point with Russell Wilson being gone. Oh, I, don't know no. if we, I don't know if we can say. Seahawks are going to suck. Exactly. So, man, yeah. So, AFC West is going to be uh, it's, it's, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Coming up next hour, a little more on the NFL as we got plenty more to get to. We will begin, though, with the unretirement and what was probably the least surprising thing ever is uh, somebody's back, and his name is Tom Brady. <laughs> He's going back to the Bucks. His retirement lasted two months. Silly. Or less. But we'll get to that next. This is Sports Sunday on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.